Good evening, sports world. What is good? Chris Dell here, your host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast, welcoming you to our weekly NFL Quick Picks edition, where we pick all Sunday's NFL games against the spread. Sitting here with my co-host slash father, a.k.a. the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks sports reporter, and jumping in to the 1 o'clock games of the day where we pick our games against the lines, the current open lines, according to VegasInsider.com. Looking at the first 1 o'clock game on the docket, and we'll try to make this as quick and rapid fire as possible. Mr. Allen Dell, Indianapolis Colts at Philadelphia Eagles, defending Super Bowl champs, Eagles favored by seven. What you got? This is the mend-up bowl, but two quarterbacks that are trying to fight their way back to health. Carson Wentz will be coming back, Andrew Luckett. Is back already. Philadelphia's got too much, even though a Jai might not play. I just like Philly. They're home. They're going to be excited. The crowd, 24-17. All right, so it looks like they're, they're, there's going to be a push in that one for you. So not covering the spread, but still winning the game at, at seven points. I got Indy to cover the spread in this one. I think Philadelphia is a better team. I think they win the game at home. I, I think they, they got a depth at running back that not many teams have with Corey Clement. Obviously, Darren Sproles also out in addition to Ajay. They still got Wendell Smallwood in there. Carson Wentz back. Uh, how, uh, home crowd being able to boost the team there. I think that's enough. I got Philadelphia in a tight one, 26-24. Colts a little underrated, in my opinion. Both teams coming in at 1-1 one and one on the season. Cincinnati, my beloved Bungles at the Carolina Panthers. Cincinnati, one of seven teams in the NFL with a 2-0 record at Carolina. Carolina favored by three. What you got in this one? I like the Panthers, uh, 31 to 20. Carolina's going to make a comeback after the loss last week. A tough loss. Look, man, I, I love that the Bengals are 2-0. I, I love the, the offense and the direction under uh, new offense coordinator from last year. Bill Lazor came in about midseason. Since Bill Lazor became Cincinnati's offensive coordinator, Andy freaking Dalton, 31 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Andy Dalton's actually playing some good football right now. Can he do it without Mixon? I'm not sure about this on the road against a, a tough Carolina team. I think they're better than Atlanta, but they played on the road last week. Like you said, a tough loss. I got Carolina covering by a point. Carolina 24, Bengals 20. Wouldn't be surprised to see the Bengals pull this one out on the road, but I think without Mixon, that's going to be the X factor in this game. We got a division matchup here. Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tennessee had a comeback win against the Houston Texans last week. Jacksonville favored by nine and a half points. They've looked good. They, they, they beat the Patriots decisively last week, but I'm just still low on Jacksonville. I still think they're a little bit overrated as a football team. And in a, in a division matchup, nine and a half points, way too big a spread. I got Jacksonville winning the game, but Tennessee covering. Give me Jaguars 23, Titans 17. What you got, Mr. Allen Dell? Well, the Jaguars, this is a kind of a revenge game for them. They lost twice to the Titans. The Titans don't have Marcus Mariota. Blake Bortles showed flashes that he might be as good as they said he was. I like Jacksonville 20 to 10. 20 to 10. So just covering the spread for you. Low scoring game. I, I agree with you. Blaine Gabbard in there. Tennessee's offense has been struggling this season, to say the least. Let's go to another division matchup here the New Orleans Saints who have had a, a rough start to the season compared to what most people thought they'd be, do, be doing coming into this year at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta with a big bounce back win. Uh, they had their opening night loss Thursday night football to the Eagles, obviously, in week one. Last week, they beat the Panthers at home. Matt Ryan, four, touch, to, four touchdowns total for him. Atlanta favored by three at home in this one. 
I don't – to me, the recency bias is not there for me. I still think New Orleans is the better football team. Give me New Orleans outright on the road, 28-27 over the Falcons. What you got in this one? These are maybe the two best teams. Well, I can't say that anymore in the NFC South, can I, with the Tampa Bay Bucks? Right. I think it's going to be a close one. Drew, Drew Brees does what he has to win. The Saints have lost a tough one to the Bucks. They gave up a lot of points. I, I see the Saints edging out. This game, 28-27. And just an interesting note on this one, coming into this game, in two games played so far, Saints 61 points scored. Falcons only 43 points scored. I think Saints defense starts to step it up a little bit. Going into our next game here, we got the Denver Broncos at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore coming off the Thursday night football loss to the Bengals last week. Broncos 2-0 in the season. Their first road game this year, however, Baltimore yeah. favored by five and a half points. I don't know why that spread is so big. I think Denver's a better team. I know they're not at home, not in Mile High Stadium with that, the, the advantage of the altitude there. But give me the Broncos. Tough defense, good offense under new quarterback Case Keenum. I got the Broncos eking out a 20-19 to 19 win and covering the spread. Another road dog covering the spread for me. What, what say well, you? Well, the Broncos outscored their first two opponents by a combined four points. So we don't know what uh, – and, again, you know, like you said, they're away from home. They don't play well at home. Uh, I, like, I, just, I like Baltimore to be pretty solid in this one, 30-17. All right, so you got Baltimore covering the spread in that game. Uh, one game that's seen the line move up, we got the Giants at the Houston Texans, so NFC versus AFC football team here. Both teams 0-2 on the season looking for their first win. When you start 0-2 – Starting 0 and 3 is just even worse. So this is a must win for both of these two teams. Uh, Houston flashed a lot of potential. Obviously, with Deshaun Watson back, he's been a little rusty this year, but they got Will Fuller back, one of the best receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, Eli Manning's just really struggling behind that offensive line. This line opened up at three for Houston. Now Houston is favored by six. So a lot of betting on the Texans side in this one. I think two underwhelming teams here. Give me a close game. I, I like Houston to win it, but not to win it by six points or more. I got Houston 21, New York Giants 17. Houston does not cover the spread, but still win the game and get their first win of the season. What say you in this yeah, one? Yeah, Eli Manning is, is struggling. Uh, they have a good runner in Saquon Barkley, but he, he can't run through 10 guys. I, I like Houston 24-20 in this one. All right, so Houston, same as you, not covering the spread but winning the game. So picking the Giants in that one if you're betting against the line. How about your boy Chucky? Chucky is off to a slow st slow start to say the least, right? Team 0-2, outscored by 21 points on the season. They had a close game last week against Denver where they almost came back and won it. They're on the road to face the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Miami 2-0 on the year and favored by three at home. Will Chucky turn his fate around? And Mr. Allendale, the godfather, what's your take on this game? Yeah, you know what? This might be a good bet. I, I'm not impressed with the Dolphins. I never have been. Me neither. Uh, I think Chucky is due. He's lost two close games. Just lost a, one close game. One, excuse me, one <laughs> close game. Uh, the, the Monday night opener was close for a little bit, but yeah, not in the second I, half. I thought it was, so... Uh, We'll see what happens, but I, I, I like Chucky to make a comeback in this one, so I'm going to pick o Oakland 24 to 19, excuse me, 24 to 17. I got Oakland 27, 25. Same thought process there. I think Miami is is a little overhyped as a 2 and 0 team. Oakland a little bit underrated as an 0 and 2 team. I think these teams are a lot closer to being equal at the end of the day, and I like o Oakland with more motivation not to fall to 0 and 3 to get their first win of the season. How about your boy Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Green Bay Packers, one of only four teams this week, favored on the road. Packers favored by three. 
at the Washington Redskins facing Alex Smith in an offense that has struggled also in Washington under coach Jay Gruden. What do you got? Does Green Bay cover this spread? Do they win the game or do you got Washington at home? Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, I like Green Bay covering the spread, but I'm one of those guys, uh, the fantasy owners that has Aaron Rodgers and you, and you hope he's going to play and then you don't know how he's going to play because he's so banged up. But uh, I'm not that thrilled about Washington. Uh, I'm going to go with Green Bay 27-17. So they're going to. I got Green Bay covering the spread as well. I got Green Bay 30, Washington 21. I think in this game, Aaron Rodgers, even though he's banged up, he's still going to be a better quarterback than Alex Smith. They just have more weapons. I think the defense is better, a little underrated there. I think they're going to be a little motivated after finishing with that tie to get back in the winning column this week. Uh, moving on to the, the biggest point spread of the week, and maybe one of the biggest we'll see, if not the biggest all season, is the winless Buffalo Bills, the hapless Buffalo Bills, your boy Co Coach Sean McDermott on the hot seat. A lot of people are saying he's the number one coach favored by v Vegas to be fired first this NFL season. Buffalo at Minnesota, Vikings favored by 16 and a half points. Do the Vikings cover that spread and win by more I than say 16? Yes. I, I say they win 35 to 10. Buffalo's got so Woo. many problems. A quarterback that, that shouldn't be playing, isn't ready to play, maybe never should have been drafted as high as he did. Uh, Minnesota's got the best defense, one of the two best defense in the league, and one of the best offenses. And Kirk Cousin is one of the top quarterbacks. They're going to roll 35 to 10. Okay, I, I like I like your thinking there. I'm, I'm going to say this: Week one, Buffalo lost 47 to three with Nathan Peterman as a starting quarterback. Week two, against a good Chargers team, Bills only lost by 11 points. Okay, Josh Allen, the tape isn't fully there on him yet for defenses. I think he has a little bit of wiggle room. He can run the ball decent. He has his average yards per carry amongst quarterback is near the top of the league. He's going to be scrambling a lot. I think Buffalo has absolutely no pressure on them in this game. Minnesota's coming off an emotional, long overtime game, a tie last week against Green Bay. This, to me, is a trap game. I got Minnesota winning by two touchdowns. Not enough to cover the spread. Give me Vikings 30, Bills 16. Bills cover the spread in this game, last 1 o'clock game on the docket, San Francisco 49ers, and, and a game that I, the one that I'm most excited about as a fantasy football owner, a lot of guys, a lot of action, a lot of scoring expected in this game. 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to Mahomes City. Chiefs favored by almost, almost by a touchdown in this game. Kansas City by 6.5. Does Mahomes continue to roll, in your opinion, to the Chiefs cover, or do you see a tight game in this one? Yeah, the Chiefs are the only 2-0 uh, team that has played the first two games on the road. Uh, this, is, the, this is a miracle of the Mahomes and the MNMM boy. So I, I, he's thrown t 10 touchdown passes, like you said. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows where his head is at. He needs to stay home at night. Work on his football. I like Kansas City rolling 33-24, so they're going to cover. Okay. So you got a, I got a high-scoring affair as well, but I think San Francisco is an underrated football team. The, week one, they, they were handled by the Vikings, but as you said, the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders and arguably have the best defense in the NFL. Uh, 49ers played well last week. They beat the Lions by – they were beating them by a lot. Detroit made a late, late push to come back in that game, but – I think these are two actually quite even teams. I think San Francisco is a borderline playoff team in the NFC, and I like a close one because Kansas City's defense is just that bad. I think Mahomes continues to roll. I think the Chiefs go to 3-0 and but do not cover the spread. I got Kansas City 34 and San Francisco 28, and we'll be right back with our picks for the 4 p.m. football games as well as Sunday night and Monday night football. You're listening to the Family Feud Sports Podcast, our weekly 
NFL Quick Picks episode. Ladies, here we go. We've got the top six answers on the board. Name something you know about zombies. Christy. Black. They're black. Okay. All right, we're back here. The Family Feud Sports Podcast, our weekly NFL Quick Picks edition. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and jumping into our 4 o'clock game as well as Sunday night and Monday night football to wrap up our picks against the spread for the week. We're looking at the battle for Los Angeles. Los Angeles Chargers at Los Angeles Rams. Still sounds weird saying both those team names that way. Rams favored by seven in this game. I see a very tight scoring affair, even though I think the Rams are a little bit better football team than the Chargers are. What you got in this one, Mr. Allendale? Well, this is the uh, the, batty, the battle for the city of angels where nobody cares. Or you, you're not going to find many Charger fans. Most of them are still in San Diego or Parts they are about in California. Like you said, Phillip Rivers, uh, he loves to play against the Rams. Uh, but the Rams have also done well against them. Their defense could be the best in the league. Uh, they're going to have enough. Something's going to happen to the Chargers. It always does. Someone gets hurt. Rivers will play great and then throw an interception. It'll be a fumble. I like the Rams 31-20, so they're going to cover. All right. So I, I got the Rams 31 points as well, but I got the Chargers with a, an extra touchdown. So 31-27 Rams. I, I got the Rams not covering the spread but still winning the game. Moving on into one of the very few – road teams that are favored this week as I mentioned only four team four games out of 16 games this weekend have the road team favored to win this one's an obvious one obviously uh on paper at least Chicago Bears at the Arizona Cardinals Arizona looks just as bad if not worse than their AFC counterpart Buffalo Bills Sam Bradford I don't know how he's still the starting quarterback in Arizona. This team didn't make it past the 50-yard line until the last drive of last week's game. Absolutely terrible offensive production under their new head coach and scheme there. They're missing Bruce Arians very badly. I don't know why they let him go as easily as they did. Having said all that, I think the Bears take care of business, albeit in a low-scoring game. I got Chicago 20, Arizona 13. What about you? Well, the Cardinals, have, as you know, have scored just six points in, in their two games. Uh, people are going to start clamoring for rookie Josh Rosen. I think he's Bring not out, playing baby. right now because they don't want to get him killed. And now Khalil Mack for the Bears, he's getting in better shape. He's probably going to have a big day, six, seven, eight sacks. Bradford – it's a sack machine in the fact that he gets sacked very easily. And I, I, I just see the Bears winning easily 24-7. Uh, to 24-7, yeah, low-scoring game for Arizona, definitely. Uh, Dallas at Seattle, the last of our three 4 o'clock games. Seattle with the 12th man back home, favored by one and a half points, looking to get back in the winning column as well. I like Dallas outright as the road dog in this game. I got Dallas 22, Seattle 17. I think Seattle's just struggling mightily without their top receiver, Doug Baldwin, losing Jimmy Graham in free agency, banged up offensive line. Russell Wilson can't do it all by himself, and and, and they're very confused as to who they want to be their starting running back. Is it Chris Carson? Is it Rashad Penny? Maybe neither of them can really give them the edge that they need. Give me Dallas, uh, an improving team, underrated defense. Dallas takes care of business on the road. What you got in this one? And uh, Seattle's struggling there. They're 0-2 for the first time since 2015. And you know that they're always dominated at home, but will that last? It, it didn't look that way last year. They struggled last year at home. Uh, 
But I, but they're going to be home that, and they're going to need this game. And I think they're going to do just enough. I like uh, Seattle winning twenty seven twenty. 27-20, a big, big win for Pete Carroll. A lot of people are saying he's on the hot seat as well, and, and how long will he last if they start 0-3, 0-4? So a big game for Seattle for sure. Also for Jason Garrett on Dallas' side. How about New England at Detroit Sunday night football? Patriots are favored by seven in this game. It's a, it's a big spread for a road team, but obviously it's the Patriots and it's the Lions, so I don't know if home field plays that much of a difference in this game. I got New England in a high-scoring affair, 35, Detroit 24. New England covers and wins the game. What you got in this well, one? Well, the Patriots have been a revolving door wide receiver, and now they got Josh Gordon. Is he going to do something? Is he going to play? Is he going to play a lot? Uh, Brady, Tom Brady seems pretty happy to have him. This is a game that I think the Patriots need to win. Well, they actually don't need to win, but it sure would help. And when they're coming off a loss, they usually win. So I like the Patriots uh, 27-21. New, New England, uh, second place in their division. How long will that last? Probably not long with Miami last, sitting there 2-0. Yeah, last year they got off to a kind of a slow start, too. Yeah, so New England, like you said, bouncing back off a loss. Bill Belich, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but th- those numbers are pretty damn good, to say the least. How about our Monday night game and your, your former team that you covered, the Tampa Bay? Buccaneers for many years now with coach Dirk Cutter at the helm Ryan Fitzmagic will he be Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick on Monday Night Football Steelers favored by a point and a half coming in on the road or, or I'm sorry a point a point on the road I'm telling the world take the Bucks, take the Bucks in that point even if it's a picking game take they're, they're just hot Fitz magic is rolling his magic carpet is out they're hot the players love him the players are having a good time all the trouble is going to start Tuesday when Jameis Winston shows up for practice after being suspended but the big question is when the Bucks beat the Steelers and I think they will who they is Fitz magic still going to be the quarterback but let's uh, let's not jump ahead of ourselves I like the Bucks scoring 35 points I know their defense has struggled especially against the tight end, but I'll pick the Bucks 35-27. Crazy how fast things can change in the NFL going into the season. I even said it in our NFL season preview edition that we did two weeks ago that the Bucks were one of the top three or four candidates to go 0-16 on the year, and now they're on the verge of starting 3-0, and and not just 3-0, and right? These are three three of the – if they beat the Steelers Monday night, that means they opened up the season with wins against New Orleans, Philly, and Pittsburgh. Those were three of the most favorite teams people picked to reach or win the Super Bowl this year. This is absolutely insane. I don't know what – I have Sean Jackson who cried that <sighs> Winston never got on the ball. Well, he's going to be crying if Fitzpatrick goes to the bench. I'll tell you that much. Deshaun Jackson renewed, reinvigorated – how can you not pick the Bucks in this one? I know Pittsburgh hasn't won. They got the motivation and, to get in the win column, but come on, man. These Bucks got something special going and on right now. As an incentive, Tony Dungy is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor Monday <laughs> night. So. Oh, man, my boy Tony. Oh, so everything on the Bucks side right now fits magic. No fits tragic, at least until the near future. The tra- we'll see how yeah, that works. Yeah, the tragic is in Pittsburgh with Le'Veon Bell, is, Antonio yeah. Brown, and who knows what. Yeah, Great that's, cash, that's, that's the tragic side for sure. Antonio Antonio Brown, not that, to mention whining on the sidelines, not showing yeah. up to practice. I mean, Mike Tomlin seems like he's completely lost that locker room right there. I, I, I don't want Bell is hoping that this will this will mean he will lose he will have lost three point five million in that area for not playing the first three games. Is he gonna make that up? Good luck to you. Guy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's burning burning page burning paychecks for over hundred fifty thousand a pop. That's absolutely insane. You're I got Tampa twenty eight, twenty four over Pittsburgh, close game. 
Home team pulls it out. Fitzmagic, give me Fitzmagic all day long. Winston, you're going to get used to sitting on that bench for the rest of the season. And we may see the biggest crowd. At, at Raymond James Stadium in a long time for a <laughs> yeah. game. I, That's I, a good I predict point. a sellout. Too. Yeah, let's see that. Place going to be going nuts. You know how the P- Tampa Bay fans get when the Bucks win a few games. Yeah. They, they they think Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. People are talking, talking about people. But hey, can you blame him, man? The the Fitz magic is in the air right now. Closing thoughts on entering Week Three of the NFL season. You got you, you need to get your fantasy team back in the back in the winning record side of things, man. So do I. Both sitting here at one and one. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a tough one every week, but I, I I'm I'm excited about the Bucks. First time in a long time, and and, and Fitz Magic is is just a great story right now. Are you missing with me right so, now? So see if he has any post game podium antics like last week. Yeah, who's he going to come out? Who, whose outfits he going to come out with this time, huh? And I'm Deshaun Jackson's gonna have to buy a couple of new shirts to give him. So. Yeah, but y'all don't yeah, say that. It's gonna be or fun. Bring in it's, Conor McGregor. It's it's a lot of fun to see this much type of hype surrounding a Monday night game and involving the Bucks. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Well, that's gonna wrap it up here for our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast. You listen to the Family Feud Sports Podcast. I'm your host Chris Dell, the Mad Journalist, sitting here with the Godfather. Mr. Allen Dell. You can find him at Adell Sports on Twitter. You can find me at Mad Journalist. That's M-A-D-D Journalist with two Ds. Hit us up. Let us know what your picks Fitz are. Magic. Fitz Magic, baby. Riding it out. Hey. It's a crotch party right up oh, in here. Why it. don't you? We could be looking at an NFL with the Bengals and Bucks both 3-0 and after three weeks. That's all I'm we're saying all right now. Crazy. We're insane right now. It's, we're we're living in Ta- we're in the Tampa Bay area. We're only an hour away, but we're right there. We're right in the Fitz Magic zone. Man. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back next week. We appreciate you guys and gals tuning in. Peace out. Give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose.
ask something, son, because I ain't never asked Kentucky. What is it that you love about me? You talk.